On today's episode, we're going to be talking about what it means to persevere when you are disillusioned with God on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And so glad to be with you today. And as we as we uh, continue on in this new year, uh, if you're a Christian and, and you've been a Christian long enough, you realize that it's never easy to follow Christ. And what makes Christianity wonderful and awesome is that God never hides the price tags. He never tries to charm you or sell you. He just says, this is the road. If you want to be with me, if you want to follow me, you've got to take this road. And there is a, a scripture in the book of Mark where, um, where, where it talks about this price that we pay, we all pay who follow Christ. And it takes place, well, on a road. And it goes something like this. They were on the road, right? So not just literally, but not, not, not just metaphorically, but literally going up to Jerusalem and Jesus was walking ahead of them. They were amazed and those who followed were afraid. Underline that in your mind. Those who followed were afraid. He took the 12 aside again and began to tell them what was to happen to him. And saying, see what we see, we are going to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him and spit upon him and flog him and kill him, and after three days he will rise again. And this sounds so outrageous when you think about it. And it sounds like what is God talking about there? And here we have what it means to follow Jesus. And this is a little kind of heavy for a podcast, but hey, let me tell you something. God never apologizes for the price He requires for us to follow Him. Now, this price does not involve in any way us earning our salvation or you know doing works to be saved. We don't mean that at all today. We mean the idea that, that when you follow Christ, it's going to cost you something. It's not going to be an easy road. And it's not as easy as just going to you know, a church and being happy and, and just always being blessed and all these things. But there comes a, a, a time and a place where you face the dark sides of Christianity. And when I say dark sides, I mean the, the parts that are hard, the parts that you don't want to continue on the road. And it is very normal to have seasons where you become disillusioned with God. You become disappointed and you wonder if God really cares about you. Does God love me? Does He care? And those seasons tell you that there's a lot more to God than just bright, peachy, positive sides where there's always sunshine and always joy. And there's a part of Jesus that is outright terrifying and uncomfortable. Like when He starts talking about, hey, we're going to Jerusalem and this is what's going to happen. I mean, who wants to hear that? We just want to be happy, Lord. We just want to, you know survive and be happy and so what does this tell us well salvation is free yes there's nothing you can do to earn it there's nothing no works you can do to save yourself we can't save ourselves right but following jesus will cost you everything and if you don't think that's true just read the gospels read what the gospels say in the scriptures and there comes a point where you feel like you hit a wall with God. 
and where everything that you once believed becomes tested and you wonder, what's going to happen to my faith? Am I going to survive this season? And I mean that if you've been serving God long enough. If you're a new Christian, hey, you're going to have steam for a while. You're going to be totally pumped up and like, yeah. Um, and when you're older, it changes. I mean, you, you're excited, but it's different. There's, there's more of a depth to it. So the first thing we have in this whole thing with Jesus is what we might want to call the call to discipleship. And this is the part that we don't want to hear, right? It's not very popular when you hear about this. And you don't hear a lot of preaching on this because it's just, who wants to hear about this? This is the hard part, the dark side. This is the the difficult part of, of what it means to follow God. Jesus uttered these two simple but difficult words to his to each of his disciples at some point where he said, follow me. <clears throat> and at first, as I think it was Andrew Murray who observed this, that at first everybody said, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I love, I saw the miracles. I, I see the energy. I'm so excited about this. And they followed him. But then it is believed that at one point, at another point, another conversation, he looked at each one of them and said, follow me. But this time the following was, to the parts of God that maybe you don't like, to the parts that are going to cost you everything. And so following Jesus is not some romantic romantic idea like paparazzi following their idol, but it really means that his fate becomes your fate. And the things he loves, you love. And the things he hates, you hate. Because we start becoming like him and we start experiencing what he experiences. And we find that in this call to discipleship, a disciple is always under the authority of his master, who is Jesus here. And he trains us, and he hones us, and he deals with us. And Jesus once said, if the world hates me, it will hate you, because a servant is not better than his master. So this, these are the parts of the gospel that you don't hear a lot about today, because there's so much of... Uh, of consumerizing the gospel today, where where so much of what you hear is, is always this positive spin on, you know, come and serve God, and we have to attract people to church, and we have to get people out, you know. But then there's this price. There's this price that we cannot hide the price tags to of following Jesus. But after this call to the discipleship comes something else that... that uh, that Jesus also addressed for all of us, and that is this, the requirement to lay down one's life. And again, this is totally not popular, but we need to hear it, we need to, we need to face it, we need to talk about it, because this is what the gospel is, this is what following Jesus is. It's not an easy road, it's not something that's pleasant. In fact, uh, the wide gate in the, in the scriptures is the gate everyone takes, right, to heaven, so to speak. But the wide gate is not guaranteed because Jesus very specifically said, enter in through the narrow, the narrow gate or the narrow way. And this is this is the narrow way here. Who wants to who wants to die to themselves? Who wants to say no to their desires and to their flesh? Who wants to say no to these things? But yet this is what Jesus requires of us if we're really going to follow him. Uh, going to church is not necessarily following Jesus. Anybody can go to church. I, I, I could bring a a mannequin and put him in a pew and, and say he went to church. But to follow Jesus, to lay down my life for him, that's a whole other story. And he commands it of all who call themselves his disciples. 
And this is where being his disciple takes on a whole new meaning. It's not just attending church. It's not just giving, you know, during the holidays. It's not just uh, helping somebody out, helping the poor. Do you really follow him with your heart? Coming, it's coming to the realization, like like Paul the Apostle, where your life doesn't belong to you. It belongs to God, and He can do whatever He wants with my life. This is this is what I signed on to when I became a Christian. And we must always remind ourselves that we do not belong to ourselves. But then we find something else that, that after the, the requirement to lay down one's life, we find a third thing, the command to follow him. And we kind of touched on this already. But at one time, Jesus had up to 500 disciples. Did you know that? And because people were so enthusiastic, they were so excited, and thousands followed him because, hey, you know, who doesn't want him, who wants to miss a miracle, right? And... But as he began talking about the price to be paid when you follow him, and again, I don't mean you earn your salvation or anything like that, but I mean, you're going to have to lay down your life, right, and take up your cross. He talked about this. Who wants to do that? I just want to be happy, man. I just want to have a family and a career and make money. and I just want to be happy. And But there's this command to follow him where he says, look, if you really want to follow me, this is what you got to do. And so, so then, then there's another one. Then, then there's the price of following him. And the price of following him is, is that what Jesus suffers, we suffer. What he experiences, we experience. He, he said at one time, if, you know, the world will hate you because it hated me, right? And, and as I said earlier, you know, a servant is not better than their master, and so, if the world loves me, then I have to ask my question, am I really following him faithfully? It doesn't mean that if I'm a jerk, I expect the world to love me, but because of being like Jesus, because of who he is, right? So, Jesus quickly, for instance, disillusioned Paul the Apostle from any romantic ideas of following him when he said this in the scriptures. He said, I must show Paul what he must suffer for my sake. How's that for a call? How's that for a ministry call, right? That the first revelation God's going to give you is how much you're going to suffer for Him. And, and that's a very, uh, I mean, that's a heavy-duty thing. This is something that, that I don't even like sharing on a podcast or even preaching about because who wants to hear this? It's, it's not pleasant. But nevertheless, we either have all of God or we have none of God. We can't have part of God. You can't divide God up into the parts that you like. And I can't just say, Lord, I just want to read all the psalms of blessing and psalms of joy and you know and and that make me happy but did you know that uh, Machiavelli the the author who wrote the prince which is basically a, a book on how to be a, a controller and how to how to be a dictator he said that a good leader has the ability to set a goal before people and keep adjusting the fulfillment of that goal that the people will continue to follow that goal, even though it will never happen because the leader is that good that he knows how to keep moving the carrot, so to speak. And what I'm saying to you is this, that Jesus never did that with anybody. He said, this is the price if you want to follow me up front. Don't waste your time and don't waste mine. This is the price. You have to lay down your your life and follow me. And so here's what I'm saying to God and to myself and to you that I have to persevere through my disillusionment, and so do you. 
that when there comes to points of serving God where you become offended at God because something happened, you have to persevere through that offense and say, Lord, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it, and I'm angry, but I'm going to follow you anyway. And, and we must, we must uh, persevere. We must be willing uh, to persevere through that offense because if we don't, we're going to get stuck in our walk. And the fact that we were disillusioned means that we carry illusions to begin with. That, that's the whole point of being disillusioned, that I wouldn't have been disillusioned if I wasn't illusioned to begin with, right? If I wasn't carrying a, a romantic idea to begin with. So I have to persevere through my disillusionment. I have to persevere to the point where, where I, I embrace God through it and say, Lord, I don't get it, but I'm still going to follow you. And this is why Jesus never minced words he wanted to make sure that no one, no one was living in a, in a fantasy in their heads about what it means to follow Christ. I want to give you one more scripture, and we're going to tie this up. But And, and we started with the scripture, but I'm isolating these words here. It says, and those who followed were afraid. These are Jesus' disciples. They were afraid to follow him because this was the part of him that feels foreign and alien to us. This is the part that Jesus makes makes us feel left out in the cold without any direction, any direction, where we where we feel like, Lord, where are you? Why, why are you leading me down this road and down this path? And we find that when 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 Jesus does this, it's not because he's going to forsake us, but he's going to bring us into a into a beautiful place if we are patient and persevere through it. Jesus once said to his disciples, let's go to the other side, right? Meaning, let's take the boat and go to the other side. And, and between leaving and getting to the other side, they had this incredible adventure where Jesus walks on water. So if I want to get to the other side, i got to be willing to, to go through this adventure. And when we pass through it, we will see that on the other side, God's graciousness and the fullness of his love is waiting for us on the other side and his purpose we will see that he has a plan for us, though it may not unfold in the way that we imagined. He has a plan. And we'll discover that his plan is awesome and it's beautiful and it's fitting for us in that season. But we have to persevere through it. If you found benefit or blessing in this podcast, please leave a like or subscribe to this channel and please recommend it to someone. And check us out on YouTube and on soul02.com. And I, I pray this is a blessing to you. And if you have any, any, uh, any podcast ideas that maybe you want me to share, please leave a comment and I'll, I'll try to get, them, get two of them. But until next time, so glad to be with you. God bless you and have a wonderful day.